How have your lives been? Not that eventful. You just did some exams on psychology and politics no, or sociology philosophy or philosophy. And politics. Yeah, it's all equally boring, Matt. It's nice to know you listened to my about my life. I, at least I knew what you were doing. No, you didn't. <laughs> I said I said politics, psychology, sociology, philosophy, that bullshit. That's all under one bracket for me. Oh well, I suppose you could take it like that, I suppose. Yeah, so so I did know what you were doing with your life. Yeah. Oh shit. I don't even that. know what my brother's job is, alright? So you should think yourself lunky, lucky. I was about to say lunky. So Matt, I've really done lanky. your psychology degree. What <laughs> is next for you? Are you going to become a uh, psychologist in Seattle, maybe? Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be the next Freud. or The next Freud. Are you going to just young, write books Jung, about... Jung, however you say him. Young Jung? Kim, yeah, Kim, Kim Jong. Kim Jong Un. Um, was he yeah. a psychologist? I'm going to be the next Kim, Kim Jong Un. So you want to be a dictator? Yeah, I mean, who wouldn't? That's my dream. Well, well, if you want to catch up with Kim Jong, you haven't got much of a catch-up to go with. I mean, you've just got to get some cardboard missiles together and uh, and you'll already be ahead of him uh, in the arms yeah. race. Yeah, all I've got to do is develop a funny walk and, you know. <laughs> yeah. Does he have a I, funny walk? Uh, yeah, he, does, he does walk quite funny. Actually, I heard that there was something wrong with his ankles because of how much he ate, so I don't think he can walk at the moment. Oh, so is he overweight? Is he, is oh, he like he those overweight, overweight people on that... on? their little bikes because they can't walk because they're overweight. Oh, I hope so. I hope he's the first dictator with a mobility scooter. That'd be lovely. He, he also no, wears, I... like, really, his, his clothes are too large for him most of the time as well. Yeah. That's what I like to do, though. It makes me feel better about myself. It's just like, I could be a bit more... It makes me feel like I could be a bit more fatter. But then, in turn, it makes me feel a bit more slimmer than I actually am. Do you ever feel... Because I wear loose clothing. You know, when you, you go into your mind head and you have your own little mind, and especially when you're sleeping, you think about your perfect world and you think, well, if everything was opposite and, and fat was considered skinny and, and you know, like, that, that, everyone who was fat yeah. was considered, like, Oh yeah, put them on Glamour magazine, and or, or or food that's good for you was actually bad for you, and the bad shit was good for you, um, and and in a world, and, but you kept your own mindset, so like you still liked this shit, but everyone hated it, and and you just became ultra cool and and stuff, and everyone else was just like, oh man, look at that guy, you know? Yeah. Is this making sense? That's not a dream for me. That's a reality. In, in, if in, I in ever have a child, no, no. If I ever have a child. I'm going to raise him to believe the opposite of everything. Yeah. And just see... And then I'm going to homeschool him and just kick him out of the house when he's 18 and see what happens. Would you feel like the best troll ever? Welcome to the Dorks Deduction Podcast. Where we talk about stuff. I think, aside from all the evil of that... Um, <laughs> I think kicking him out of the house anyway at 18 is going to make him fat anyway because of the depression. Well, kicking him out of the house at 18, that's when people are supposed to move out, aren't they? They're I supposed know, to go yeah. off and do their own thing. They're adults. True. I'm the only one that moved out, aren't I? Do that. You are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Joseph could learn from his lesson. You know. <laughs> Look, should, I keep, should, should Joseph Fritzel inspire me to keep my children at home? Yeah. <laughs> A, I need to build a basement. He's an inspiration to us all. Yeah. <laughs> I need a basement. I've always wanted some sort of dungeon, but not like a, a sex dungeon, just like... <laughs> I know. would make it like so a yeah, cinema. I, I, I would want the sex dungeon. 
You would want the same. Well, yeah. phallic chairs and... To take like all that. your victims to. <laughs> just torture yourself. No victims. Just <laughs> yeah. come on in. They come like on in. S&M dungeon. <laughs> you could make it like a little tourist attraction, even on like a, a yeah. road out of nowhere. Like, come on down to my sex dungeon. We'll have a cup of tea. Yeah, I love pay double tea. Have a cup of tea. I wouldn't have the tea. I'd just get straight to to then. Straight to Horlicks, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh boy, Yorkshire porn. What? What? Yorkshire porn. Who are (laughs) you? Got to take the Horlicks, aren't you? (laughs) Oh, you raw, dirty boy. (sighs) See, what time? Why do you have to take it to the creepy stuff? So uh, I don't know. I just it's a natural talent. Do you wanna know what I spent I spent twenty minutes of my life doing today? Um Go on. Oh. I stared at a spider for about ten minutes, just wondering if it was radioactive. And then for the next ten minutes I was wondering whether I should let him bite me so I would become infected with his whatever powers he'd give me. I know what powers he's gonna give me. Ah. But, and so my life would be worth living. I know where this is leading up to, this little segue. Do you? Ant-Man. Oh, my gosh. No, no, Spider-Man. Oh, yes, that would have been the logical choice. I've got the that, insect connection going anyway. That was, like, you ruined that segue, Chris. <laughs> so, so Spider-Man isn't about a spider and a man having sex and they kind of produce a... <laughs> Spider-Man not. hybrid it, kind of. If you go into you porn, you might be able to find that. It's actually oh, about cool. uh, it's actually about a teenage boy going to school, and um, he, he likes to you know photo- for, uh, photographer. He's a photographer, and um, he worked for. <laughs> photographer. Uh, uh, what's that guy's photographer. Name? Oh, what's the guy's name that plays Jameson? Um, J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. Except nowadays, it's not J.K. Simmons, and there's not even really a Jameson. It's kind of, there is no Jameson yet. It's been rebooted. Oh, and not even Andrew Garfield again anymore. It's no, no, they're completely rebooting it. It's like going to be Usher Butterfield, Butterfield or someone, uh, one of the really, really young kids. Uh, but it's still British, though, isn't it? To quote in a letter of the alphabet, why? I don't know. <laughs> I, do, do, they, I should, don't they should know. probably get one of the N-dubs or the Rizzle Kicks to play the next Spider-Man. <laughs> And it, it really bring out that urban teenage angst. Spider-Man should come from Hackney. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay, so listeners, this is not idle chit-chat because it is our second Marvel Week sort of thing. We've pre-thought about every one of these shit comments that we're making. We've spent <laughs> yes. all night coming up with a script. It's all, it's all premeditated, even that stutter. Even all the ums and ahs that I spend an hour editing out. It's all That's, that's all premeditated. It's method, method acting. Okay. We like to kind of, you know, make a intelligent and thoughtful podcast, don't we? Oh, yeah. yeah, about sex dungeons and horlicks. I'll say thoughtful. Yeah. Half the time I don't know what I'm thinking, but... We were five minutes into it and you already started talking about sex dungeons and Joseph Fritzl. Hey, come on, let yeah, me. You should have brought him up, really. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, anyway, hopefully this podcast will go out before Ant-Man comes out, because we're really delayed in uploading these things. Oh, yes. But you but most definitely would have watched Age of Ultron by now. We've got to treat it like a time capsule. Like, uh, these are episodic vignettes of a, a moment in time, you know, and people are just digging them up on the internet and going, wow, look at what people were like back then, before Ultron. It's amazing. Look at the excitement they have of this... This film that came out. How excited were we? You know I'm, what? The I'm, reason we're doing Marvel Week 2 is because of Matt, really, to be honest. Because <laughs> he was so upset that he missed out last time. Yeah. Oh, because Annie really wanted... To, 
Yeah, Annie really wanted to be involved last time, so she tricked Matt into going munting. <laughs> so she could take his face. So that's really why they're doing like it Annie because. Now. Really? What? You, you, I really don't like Annie now. Me she's, cool. she, she's a bit. She's psychotic, really. I know. She cornered me in an alley once, and she cut me. She cornered by alley <laughs> once as well. <laughs> Sometimes I wake up and she's just hovering over me. Oh, that's all right. She's just making sure she's a vessel. <laughs> oh, our faces are like an inch away from each other. <laughs> that's just making sure. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, can't, you can't be too careful. She's actually downstairs right now, so maybe I should keep it down. <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe we should keep it down because we're all together. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hope I don't stomp on this floor and she hears it from the ceiling. I'm <laughs> <laughs> genuine. Right. So, Matthew, mm-hmm. what did you think about Avengers Age of Ultron? I. Oh, God, that silence. <laughs> Hesitation. I oh thought God. it was a wonderful film. Yeah, what part did you like best? <laughs> the bit where the Ultron got avenged. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Ultron avenging was marvellous. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've always wanted to see Ultrons get avenged, and I got my wish. My, my second question is... Mm. Matt, what's an Ultron? Mm. An Ultron is um, an on, which is ultra. That's <laughs> 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 Ultron. The thing is, you can't fault that logic. It's true to a degree. <laughs> it's ultra. On. I'm a very logical person. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm made for. <laughs> Yeah, Matt, you do realise that Chris made that joke in the first Marvel, <laughs> first Marvel <laughs> podcast. Really? Oh, yeah. uh, we, <laughs> the exact same we came in from different angles, though, Matt. It's all good. It's all fresh stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, was I the only one that was actually pretty disappointed about it? No, no, you weren't. Uh, I've kept my views to myself. I kept them especially for this. I did not. Uh, then again, I didn't buy into the hype either, and I still came out fairly disappointed. I didn't watch a trailer. I've been trying to do that recently, and it makes it very hard when you go to the cinema and they have the pre-trailer. But I thought that the film itself uh, was only good in a few points. There wasn't as many memorable scenes as the first one. It was definitely a crowd pleaser, the first one. The second one was more of a geek pleaser, like cameo galore. It seemed like an advert for all the other phases that are about to come. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, and a big booster seat for the new Avengers as well. I mean, it's just, it's like a little cornerstone for marketing the new characters that are going to come, uh, setting up for more stuff. S.H.I.E.L.D. lasted, didn't it? Fucking S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, I didn't... How is S.H.I.E.L.D. still on? I mean, like... S.H.I.E.L.D. don't exist! No, like, fucking Nick Fury comes out of nowhere. That's another thing about this film. They always get a... They have this thing where they introduce a character who's like an old face, but you hear their voice off screen, and they're like, oh, we're in trouble. Not a my fucking what? And he looks at the other screen. Oh, it's Samuel. Oh, Nick. How you doing, mate? Oh. And it happens about, I don't know, three times where they introduce an old character and he's like, hey, you remember me? Yeah, I remember you. Shit. How you doing, son? And it's always... I haven't awesome. seen you for two whole movies. Yeah, how you been? Uh, if we had Magneto, this film would be ten minutes long rather than two hours. Like, I know. Fuck. Uh, Magneto is the Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver's father. Exactly. I mean... So if only Fox weren't arseholes... Yeah. And gave the rights back and let Magneto be in the film. It'll be over in ten minutes, and then we can have witty banter like exactly. the party scene at the beginning. Fox almost destroyed a city, okay, because of their withholding of Magneto. 
So, yeah. oh man, if it was real Marvel, like, they're, uh, they're, I don't care what metal he is, he's still metal, all right. But one thing I really liked about that film was the inclusion of the Vision and his banter. Yes, banter. I with love Ultron. the Vision. Yeah. And I really enjoyed, spoiler to a degree, I suppose, but I really loved the last talk between them when they're discussing humanity. He's such an honourable guy, and I've never wanted to do... He's not even really a physical man. He's like a machine. He's artificial intelligence. Mm. It's the first time I've ever fancied artificial intelligence. Are we talking about me or the film? You're you're not even normal intelligence. (laughs) Oh, thanks. You're (laughs) Seattle intelligence. (laughs) What is it with you in Seattle? Frasier. Frasier Crane is a psychologist, (laughs) and he is the best one in the world. Have, like, you, have you ever had a very bad night's sleep in Seattle? Uh-huh. Matt, guess who else is a psychologist? <laughs> you get oh, well, I watched yeah. a Tom Hanks film. And... What, sleep just in Seattle? Yes, yes. yes brilliant. Yes. That, uh, Matt, guess who, else is, <laughs> guess who else is a psychiatrist? I, I don't know. You? Hannibal. Hannibal? Oh, yeah, he is, yeah, isn't he? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I was watching Ooh. the new episode today, so um, yeah, don't kiss me off or I'll tell you what happened. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, Otherwise, so I'm quitting this podcast. You're quitting. Oh, I'll walk out, even though... Yeah, I'll walk out the room, <laughs> but we're see. all in. <laughs> just a quick question about that Hannibal series. I haven't actually seen it, but is he just like the Anthony Hopkins Hannibal, or does he have his own quirks, or...? Oh, he's much oh. better than the Anthony Hopkins. Oh, yeah. really? And yeah. he's really, really sexy as well, and he makes me want to eat human beings. Well, I'll... One of those points I'll take in hand. Um, but, yeah, I, I really want to get into that series. It looks really... And really smart as well. Like, it's not just being slopped it together. It's beautiful. He's like the Ainsley Harrier of the cannibal world. Oh, now yeah. you've sold me. No, but seriously, it is actually genuinely aesthetically beautiful. Like, the way the death scenes are and the killing scenes. Because there's this thing... The character Will Graham, he sort of replays it in his mind. And we see it from his point of view. And it looks marvellous, all the deaths. And I sound so creepy. Hey, look, we've talked about murder. It's fine, you know? Okay. Time to oil up. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway, we're supposed to be talking about Marvel. So, yeah, you see my point. I liked Vision. I really loved... uh, I think we all liked Vision, didn't we? We turned to each other and said we really liked the Vision. Yeah, I think we we actually talked to each other in the actual uh, theatre, even though we were getting into it. Um, I really impressed how they didn't make him look silly, considering what Vision looks like. I thought it, it was like Thor's wings on his helmet and Captain America's wings on his yeah. helmet. I thought, how are they going to get away with this? But you know, they, but they didn't mm. actually take anything away That's like they did with those two. Well. Yeah, it was. Re- I, James Spader's voice is just mm, uh, yes. Yeah, is he the one no Hiddleston? The one that like yeah. spanking Maggie Jin and all. I, I, no, I don't think that's him. Is that is it? Boston Legal and uh, and he's a, he's a TV actor. He is in Secretary. As well. I remember he is in Secretary. Is he? Yes, yes, yeah, yes, he's yes, the yes. boss, isn't he? He is. Yeah. Oh. Oh man. Yeah. Okay. I remember yeah. that voice now. But yeah, he has he's... a nice voice. But it's not Tom Hiddleston, is it? It's not Tom Hiddleston. But you, you take. There is him... no scene with the Hulk smashing Ultron <laughs> and it being hilarious. No, I, I think with Tom Hiddleston, part of Loki's charm is. He's powerful, but he has vulnerability. And when Hulk is able to just do... Because he's like a, a, a squishy mage. Like, he's got all these soldiers around him. He's got this magic. Once you actually get him, though, he's kind of fucked. Ultron is like their bruiser. The one that, you know, he, he, he pretty much he's a tactical genius and he can raise all these robots out of nowhere. His only, what is his downfall, though? It's pretty much 
uh, his limited Water? ability. What if it rains? Uh, <laughs> good point. We never covered that, did we? Um, <laughs> no, we didn't. What if it rains? Ultron would just be fucked. Fucking hell, Ultron. If he had tried to attack London, he would have been gone within five seconds because it would have pissed down on him. No, no, you don't understand. It, that's true, but the Fantastic Four would have been there anyway and they would have protected us and we would have been fine. The Fantastic Four and the Avengers never fucking come... Actually, no, Thor was in London and in, Rag- in Ragnarok, in the Dark World. So, yeah, I, I take go. my point it back. Happened, take, uh, no, but the nice part of London, he was in Greenwich for crying out loud. He, that was he actually... Um, it took place in the university that Will goes to. Um, yeah, I know. It's kind of cool. Because they film a lot of stuff there. Yeah. I went there for an open day. They were doing Sherlock Holmes. They were filming Sherlock Holmes, so they'd cornered off some of it. And we cool. saw, like, Rachel McAdams and stuff, but I didn't see Guy Ritchie or Robert Downey Jr. So, closest, yeah. closest I've ever been to a film set is uh, Down My Road, where they used to shoot the bill. Because they have a police station <laughs> there. Um, and then it ended, and that was my, you know, end of my climb to fame. And I was like, shit, I'm not going to be boy number six now. Uh, I've got to, I've got to travel further to get to some sort of shoot. Then they had the Born Supremacy. Oh, was it Ultimatum that was shot in Waterloo? And I thought Ultimatum is my next chance. Oh no, they've shot the film too late. And then they're doing Star Wars in a, a where is it? They've already filmed it. Well, there goes the third shot. So uh, there we go. <laughs> yeah, but a lot of the Marvel stuff is being filmed in London now because I'm guessing they get some sort of a tax break because mm. the Dark Worlds was filmed in London. London. Age of Ultron was filmed in. Uh, in London. Doctor Strange is going to be filmed in London. Oh, that's cool. Doctor Strange is getting a film. Nice. Yeah, in <laughs> two, 2000, November 2016. Oh, that should be good. I'll watch that. So am I. I think I'm, definitely, just, I'm most definitely going to be watching that. London's Matt, really is, you're really quiet for some reason. You are? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I got to see the BBC game show The Edge being filmed. <laughs> that's, that's my claim oh, to Oh, yeah, fame. I went with you. I went with you. I forgot. Yeah, there was that, that woman who liked the bus timetables. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Um, oh, I do have one Matt, question. Do, do Ultrons on. not have umbrellas or something? Well, not that I was aware of. They didn't, we didn't see any umbrellas. But no. that does not solve the problem. They have a <laughs> massive problem with Disney influences where they can't... I, 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 somewhere... Uh, down the line, when Tony was programming Ultron, he must have uploaded the whole Pinocchio film because he, that robot sings Pinocchio. And you think to yourself, oh, yeah, sure, it's fun. I know Tony Stark loves his pop culture and little gimmicks, but, he, you know, he's actually actively inserted Ultron to like Pinocchio. That's No, but the thing is, couldn't Ultron, once he's become Ultron, just download all the information that there is in the world? And that would be the script of Pinocchio and the music as well. Christ, He'd have all course. that information. Go, yeah. He'd have all that information just like that. Sorry about that. I forgot he, he does. I, I remember he uh, absorbs, you know, Jarvis. But I forgot but he could he absorb everything he wants, anything he wants. Is he just That's like the problem I have with that film. That, yeah, one of the problems with that also is that you think to yourself, if you can absorb all that information, you know, battle tactics and whatnot, somehow you feel maybe he should have been a bit more godly or, I don't know, maybe more unstoppable, you know? I don't know how, but um, it just seems like if he's he got all should the have been. That would have been more realistic. That's yeah. the problem I have with this film. It's too realistic until the end. Until the end when they group together and the power of love takes him down. Yeah, yeah no, it's too realistic because that could actually happen. Ultron could happen. We're always playing with artificial intelligence. I still firmly believe that the machines will take over. Yeah. But our only problem is we don't have any super-powered freaks to save us. Well, 
So that's the only unrealistic bit is that they wouldn't, the Avengers wouldn't win. No, that's true. Uh, especially with some of these. Uh, I mean, they're, they're more grown up than some superhero films. They've actually learned to cooperate with each other. You know, oh, a smirky. Yeah, that was the there, point of this fine. one, really. But I, I don't know what it is, but they somehow still feel like school kids. Like when Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch come in, they, they join up with them quite quickly, actually, I must admit. No way, I'm thinking of number one. They, no, they, they acted fine in this one. They were all working together. But one thing, they, they, they kill off that, that Hydra guy, you know, this guy who's been in the, the mythos for quite a while now, um, real quick in the first scene. Yeah. And it's, okay, goodbye. I mean, he was quite a useful character to be, you know, he, it's useful to have a villain that doesn't have any redeeming qualities or more standpoints. Like, he's an ex-Nazi, he's a Hydra guy, he's, he sacrifices his own men. You kind of need those characters, man, like, to, to even shit out. I mean, Ultron, he still has a sort of redeeming quality in the fact that he, he was created by Tony and he, he's trying to better humanity or something. Is that his in his own aim? sick way, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it has some sort of goal, right? And I, I remember some. I, there was a philosopher that said something about in everyone's story, no one sets out to be the villain. Everyone is the hero of their own story, right? So no one actively goes out one day and says, "Yeah, I'm going to be the villain." You know, their own goal is that they're thinking about something. You know, they, they're thinking. Even and I, I'm sorry to say this, but even Hitler, in his own mind, thought, "I'm doing something because I feel this is necessary for something." If that makes sense. Yeah, that is what true. What he did was fucking horrible. But yeah. in his but mind, he thought he was doing he was, a service to the community. He was doing some sort of service to humanity or something. I don't know. Um, very extreme service, yeah. But you know what I mean? It's like no one actively goes out one day and says, I'm going to destroy this planet uh, because that's who I am. I am the villain today. Unless it's a Michael Bay movie, but we know uh, they don't really have storylines or any sense of any intelligence I, uh, yeah. anywhere in that film. I, I did like the, the Ninja Turtles, but the villain was... <laughs> they have a massive build-up for this villain. I won't keep you on it. And then it's, like, very epic, and you find out his, his whole plot is, oh, because uh, <laughs> we're going to make everyone sick so that we can sell the medical treatment for money. And you're like, wow, really? Your, your big accomplishment is money? And it's really a bit... It just cheapens the villain when... It's He's Michael like Bay. It's money, explosions, mm. and boobs. That's yeah. all. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Oh. I much prefer Michael Bolton to Michael Bay. <laughs> <laughs> I do as well. Same. I prefer Michael Bublé to them both. Oh, Michael nah. Bublé. The one yank His smooth I can tunes. wank. His Michael the, Bolton. The one guy you what? Michael the one Bolton yank did. I can wank. What? Ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, was that annoying? <laughs> but Michael Bol- Bolton did uh, Can I Touch You There? I mean, that's a brilliant song. I love how whenever you speak... It's got nothing to do with Marvel. Yeah, well, I don't know anything about it, so I can't really... Sure you do, you're the biggest fan there is. Okay, well, me and, thing, me and Chris one... are the impartial ones. Okay, the one thing I do know about uh, Marvel, or Age of Ultron, is that um, Nick Clegg was in it. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, is this damn... Oh, yeah, you got that information from us, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Well, he is, Matt. I'm sure that's reliable. <laughs> he is, he is. He, yeah. did, he did wonderful, ho- wonderfully horrible things in that... He killed all the students. Bastard. That's it. When when they introduce, uh, when Ultron looks over and he has to join forces with the Avengers because of all of a sudden the coalition shows up in a massive lead blimp, and 
you know, all of a sudden, Ultron has to redeem himself with the Avengers, and they all fight together to take down this massive coalition blimp. And <laughs> Nick Clegg's there with his plasmas and his rifles and shit, and they kidnap the Tesseract. David Cameron's there with his bike. Uh, Cameron's there, but only on screen form, because you know he's coming in Avengers 3, and he's like the bigger <laughs> bad, you know. Clegg is like the fire shield, right, you know, played by Matthew McConaughey, and he literally steals right, the show right, with right. that voice, you know. Crikey. Marvel's up in its game now. Yeah. <laughs> Taking brave steps right there. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'd probably prefer to see that movie. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm really <laughs> willing to see this film now. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, look. See it. Believe it. Nick and, Clegg uh, brings all the milkshake to the yard. Oh, he brings it all. Saying. You know, if you'd seen it before the It's vote... vanilla milkshake, though. Come on. Oh, yeah. I heard a rumour that Farage makes an appearance in the third one, but... Ooh. He kills me off. <laughs> yeah. He's only got one ball, you know. Does <laughs> he? Yeah. So, so, actually, if I try to knee him in the balls, I might miss. He stole it from the Abbott Hall. Well, you've got to make sure you get the right side. <laughs> which, which ball is missing? I'm, I'm, oh, not, that's, quite, that's secret, I'm not quite privy no. to that information just yet, <laughs> but you give Maybe. me some time. and. Uh... What use are you, Matthew? What <laughs> use? I have not had my head down near... Farage's balls. That's the I don't believe it for a second. <laughs> that wasn't part of the election campaign. Okay. Now, should we talk about something that you might understand? I don't know. Like, you don't know anything that happened in the film or any films whatsoever. Do you know anything about Marvel as a whole? I can remember Thor's hammer. Mm. It's a, a marvellous hammer. I know he uses his hammer from time to time. Hammer time. Um... <laughs> And the Hulk's in, in Avengers, isn't he? <laughs> Luther Rigno, that's the one. And that, but yeah, that's that's as far as my knowledge goes. I can't really remember the first film. So you genuinely know nothing? Yeah, genuinely. Do you know anything about the company? Or any of the films that they do? Um, not really. I, I might recognise the names, but... Nothing more than that. So, listeners, this is going to be a short podcast. I, is it, um, what, aren't there's a couple of things on TV or something that they're doing? Is it, <laughs> is it, is it like Flash or something? Oh, God! No. Is Flash so is different? DC. Oh, right. Flash is DC. Flash is fucking awesome. All right, Flash let's... is like the best TV show on American television right now. I'm, you have to watch it. Matt, I'm going to give you a quick mini quiz. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and I'll say a character, and you say either Marvel or DC. Okay. Captain America. Um, Marvel. Correct. Batman. DC. Prey Mundo, yes. Okay. Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Um, oh, this one's going to be difficult. I don't know. I, I, see a, I would have thought that was a website, but um, I don't know, actually. Um, oh. Marvel. <laughs> Yeah, Ooh. Bullseye. Ooh. Oh, bull, uh, is that a villain? Yep. Uh, I think Colin Farrell. Well, don't if. I don't yeah, know. because it's terrible. But don't. Is that is that DC? Uh, oh, almost, almost. By the way, I'm keeping score. Superman. Uh, DC. Yeah, as long as, you know, as long as you know those ones are, you're fine. Yeah. Don't worry. Enchantress. <laughs> you what? Enchantress. That would clue she is. Um, the, 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 She's a super villain in Thor. Marvel, then. 
Yeah. Yay. Um, I'm going to try. Let's think of some harder ones. Oh, Electro. Electro. Um, that's Pokemon, isn't it? <laughs> you get a point just for referencing Pokemon. To I be think honest. that's quite genius. Yeah. 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 Um, you get a point Brainiac. for that. Brainiac. Uh, that's Richard Hammond. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> he has a show called Brainiac. Um, I used to watch Brainiac. it. Is, is that um, Marvel? Ooh, or DC? No. Yeah, no. so it's DC then. Yeah. Electabuzz. I've got no idea. DC? Well, actually, that one was Pokemon. Um, <laughs> that's, that's why I went so quiet. I'm just like, I don't know that one. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that one? <laughs> oh, brilliant. That was a fun little quiz right there, Matt. Wow. Yeah. Oh, you got four right and yeah. you got four wrong. As long as you know the big wigs, that's what really counts because no one cares about I know a bit about shield. Batman because my sister's um, ex person mm. uh, used to read a lot of the comics. Oh. So I kind of vaguely know a little bit about that. Do you know that his parents are dead? Because I think that's what everyone knows. Yeah, I think yeah. you're a bit like I, him. Yeah, I should do. I, I think they, they cover that in every single film, don't they? I mean, yeah, like his his parents' deaths are the most depicted in media. Even Batman and Robin with Arnold Schwarzenegger has a moment all to itself about the deaths of his family. Like it's all, almost like a running theme. They have to have that darkness in there, you know. Batman can't just be running about knows. in the West style. I, Everyone Adam, knows now. In Adam West's Batman, you know, the old TV series, did they ever okay. reference his, his mum and dad in that? Because that seems a bit out of place. I, I don't know. That was before I was born. Is there ever a, you know, it's quite a bumpy show. And then is there ever a dark episode where they go, oh, fuck off, dick. I'm, I'm <laughs> mourning this episode, you know. No, I think it's pure camp. Mm. Oh, before I forget, can I just apologise for the last Marvel episode that we did? Because we were talking about all the different Chris's that were on the, in in the Marvel universe, and I referenced Chris from Daredevil. I was wrong. His name's Charlie. Ooh. His name's Charlie Cox, Betrayal. and I was so incorrect. And I don't know why I said it, but I did. Well, it's Charlie Cox, and he's a Brit. Actually, he's British. I know someone else that might want to talk to you about that. Uh, I have a friend in the next room, and he's been waiting eagerly to meet you guys. Uh, another guest if you will. Would you like to meet him? Yes, please. I suppose yeah. so. Yeah? All yeah, right. Yeah. You, just, you guys wait there. I'll be back in a second. <laughs> Ooh. Come on in. Okay. <laughs> Take a seat, man. Go on. <laughs> Hello. And, I, I, uh, I can see your I face, think, but I don't know who you are. I think you guys know The Rock. I smell him from the other room. Oh, look That's at him. not what he was getting. As soon as he said that, he gave his trademark <laughs> eyebrow look. <laughs> Say something, man. That raised eyebrow. That, that fish-hook eyebrow is brilliant. Say something, man. What's the fuck's wrong with you? Uh, okay, so <laughs> would you like us to call... Have you, oh, you have a cough as well? Oh, uh, yeah. You met Chris, Hemsworth, you need to stop... You've been hanging out with Hemsworth, making them stay you? over. Hey, look, I get a virus, and I can't help it if they <laughs> love to hang out with me for a while, all right? And, look, he's... T- I'm sorry, man, all right? I had this the other day, right? And now he's got it. And it's just... It's fucking coincidental. <laughs> we spent a lot of money on this, right? And it, Okay, mate, you just, you just sit there. Okay, so, so do you want us to call you Dwayne or The Rock? You don't care? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, all right. 
Yeah, good. Uh, do you want a cup of water? <coughs> All right. On your own time. Cover your mouth. Well, folks, we've got The Rock here. Uh, he's, he's not exactly talking right now, but I tell you he what. He's giving us a gun show, he, Yeah. He, oh, look at him kissing his muscle. He's throwing some eyebrows out there. Uh, so every now and then, if you hear a witty comment, just picture him giving that trademark look in your mind, and you're getting the very same experience we are here. Yeah. He's also wearing shorts like Hemsworth as well. I don't know what it is with celebrity big muscles and shorts. It's kind of cute. Um, it's because you put it in their contract to come on the show. You want them in the shorts. I know. So I'm going to throw these questions out because obviously they're useless. So I'm just putting can these we just, here. Can we just all have a turn saying, do you smell what the rock is cooking? Go on. Okay, who wants to go? Matt, I say you go first. Can you smell what the rock is cooking? You're d- oh, look at him smile. Oh. That's just like the worst. Are you the rock? Well, you didn't you even roll the L's. It? Do you smell? What the rock is cooking. We had to sit back for that. He's quite impressed. And Chris? <clears throat> Can you smell what the rock is cooking? That's <laughs> <laughs> a like song. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. I know who Dwayne likes most, and it's me. Yeah. He was genuinely my favourite... Genuinely <coughs> my favourite... I'm sorry, you were genuinely my favourite wrestler growing up when I had to watch it with my brothers. You were the only reason... My brother, you were the only reason I did sit through it. So, thank you for that. Uh, uh, I liked Rikishi as well. Mr Rock, I only know you from those annoying memes on Facebook, so... <laughs> when he turns around in the back of the taxi. Yeah, that kind of thing. Okay. You didn't mean You it. haven't even watched The Tooth Fairy? My God, that was like it. Oscar gold. Come back, was it? You just offended him, Matt. What? Sick, Matt. He's just walked off because of you. Oh well, you know, I, I just don't. You know, I don't care. Oh, I'm just, I'm just like that. You know. We're like right. Every time we meet someone new, you, you, you piss them off, like or you Perry creep or them out, like. oh, or both. It's a but talent of mine. All right. <laughs> you know, he shouldn't be so sensitive. The, these stars, they're just too sten- sensitive. Sensitive, not sensitive. Sensitive. He can see you, Matt. He heard you say I that. thought he walked out the room. No, he, no, he, he came back. Oh, fuck. Well, well tell him to stop um, crying and, you know, man up. I think he wants a hug. I feel like if I hugged him, it would be like I would be engulfed in concrete. Yeah, but you stop him crying. Yeah, I'll give him a hug. Come here. Come here, Dwayne. You gonna get any oil on you or something? It's fine. I'm oily anyway. So yeah, um, I got you on the show, Rock, uh, Rocky Pops, and I didn't realise that you weren't in Marvel. I actually got it all wrong. I meant to get Ruffalo, uh, but you're such a big thing at the moment with San Andreas, and I thought let's get you on anyway because everyone loves you. Ruffalo Apart turned me down, me. by the way. Turns out he's a prick. So yeah. hey, hey, hey. We do not diss the Ruffalo. He turned you down. He'd never turn me down. Is that some kind of animal? Down. You know what? I'll tweet him and ask him to come on the show, and he will. In, right. say, about four episodes' time, Ruffalo will, will be you on. trick him, and I'll come in later on, and we'll see him smile then, you know? <laughs> I mean, I've made one comment on, on Saturday Night Live, and he's just pissed, okay? What, what is a Ruffalo? Mark Ruffalo. He played the Hulk. Oh, all oh, right. The he's Hulk. the one that Hulk smashed Loki. Oh, he was actually one of my favourites in that film. You know what, Ruffalo, it would have been quite good to have him on the show. No offence, Dwayne. It would be quite good to have him on the show just to talk about the technology of it mm. and the mocap, because I've always been intrigued by mocap. 
I, yeah, I thought that was. I, I, I really, enjoy, I dig the Hulk in these films. He's. Uh, I love the Hulk. He's like a great, he's amazingly like it's. It's very not very rare, but it's great when you get a an intimidating character who's also like the comic relief. But Iron Man's fine, <coughs> but the Hulk has some sort of personality to his face. You know, when when he sniffs, uh, a brilliant moment when he punches Thor. Yeah, he's just perfect as a character. You know, and also he, he evens out the team so well. But he went off at the end of this one. Yeah, I know. But he'll be back, right? You can't not Re- have He Hulk. better be. Ruffalo. He better be. Cool. Everyone's in Civil War, but Ruffalo, apparently, and um, and Nick Fury. Literally, yeah, I think of, in Civil like, War, that, though... Isn't Civil War is basically Avengers 3, isn't it? Civil War, Nick Fury goes into hiding, I think. And I don't think... I think Nick Fury... It doesn't seem like he'll be in any of the upcoming films until Avengers. How much of Civil War are they actually going to put into film? What? Like, are they going to have the whole Iron Man on one side, Captain America on the other, that bit? Yeah, no, but Samuel L. Jackson confirmed that he's not going to be in Civil War. Oh, really? And I don't really see him popping up in Ant-Man... Or any of the other films that are coming up for the next Avengers film. Paul so Rudd. we're not going to have Nick Fury for a while. But we will have Paul Rudd. And uh, what do you think of that in Ant-Man? You know, I, mean, I find it quite intriguing. Because yeah. Paul Rudd isn't really the type of guy that you would have seen in a comic book film. Not really, no. But he's such... He's a lovable guy. Yes. So you always get engrossed by him when he is on screen. You just want to watch him. He's like he's like the guy next door that you yeah. have a chat with every he, now and then. He's, he's, yeah. He's really nice. I still see him as Mike from Friends, to be honest. <laughs> I still see him as Cher's stepbrother from Clueless. Oh, my God. I forgot he was in that. <laughs> oh, my God. Brilliant. Oh, God. The clothes in that film were brilliant. Cher is brilliant. <laughs> So, Matt, what do you think about having Paul Rudd as Ant-Man? And Sean. Um, who, who's he playing? Ant-Man. Ant-Man. His, that his name's... Ha- is that an ant? No. He, he can shrink. He can shrink. Into the size and, of an and ant. he can command ants. Ooh. And he eats people alive. Oh, that's quite a superpower to have. Stop flexing, Rock. <laughs> Don't stop flexing, Rock. I quite like watching it. Flex one arm on her side. That's fine. That hug was nice, by the way, Rock. Or Dwayne. Dwayne. I've called you Dwayne. That hug was nice. Oh, you've got his attention now when you said that. He was, he's not going to stop winking at you. I'm okay with it. And I'm getting his evil eyes. Shit. <laughs> Matt's the one that insulted you. I'm getting you, his third eye. That's what I'm getting. <laughs> <laughs> you have a third eye? In wow. <laughs> Just wow. Where were we? Okay. What other films are coming out? Oh, we've got Doctor Strange as well. Like I said, it's coming out next year. Mm. Are you looking forward to that? Yeah, I mean, I I really enjoy when Marvel deviates from the norm now and uh, does something different, you know? They've taken their gamble with Guardians of the Galaxy. That paid off. And I really enjoy Chris Pratt. He's become a megastar out of that. Loved him in Parks and Recreation. I love watching that religiously. Doctor Strange. Who's playing Doctor Strange? Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, All it's right. going to be awful, then. It's going to be awful. <laughs> hey! <laughs> My voice just cracked when I said that, but hey. Hey. He, I, you leave him alone. He, I, yeah, I can see that. He's a marvellous actor. He, I think he, he'd be able to pull it off. Yeah. But I, I wanted, I, personally, I wanted Keanu Reeves. Oh, Keanu Reeves. Happen. Have you seen uh, John Wick? No, I want to. Ooh, it's it's like, getting the sequel, isn't it? It's, like, it's getting yeah, the sequel. It's like Jennifer Aniston in Horrible Bosses, back on form. And with uh, a vengeance, right? It's amazing. You know what? Keanu Reeves, he was never off for me. He He's always been he fucking kept, Keanu Reeves. He kept that shit subdued since Bill and Ted. And he thought, he, he's brilliant. then I'm going to start acting. You know, when people start 
calling me Wooden. Then I'll start acting, and it'll be like a second coming, except I never left. You know, he played that shit smart, and we love him for it. And he still looks mm. great, man. He knows the secret to knowledge. He does! He yeah. looks absolutely fan-fucking-tastic. Yeah, it's almost creepy, actually. Yeah, it's like, he's ageless. Yeah. Listen, listen, listeners, right? I'm a massive, massive, massive Bendit Cumberbatch fan. The guys will tell you. Mm-hmm. It's true. But I was campaigning for Keanu Reeves to be Doctor Strange. So I'm not disappointed because I like Bendit Cumberbatch, but I wouldn't Keanu well, Reeves. question about that. Is he growing to grow the little goatee and beard? And, no, no, he okay, has but like to. He has tash. to, doesn't he? Now, I think he that looks to. much better on Keanu Reeves' little tash and goatee. And he just yeah. looks strange in a way. His eyes, you know, they're more Who's mysterious. Keanu Reeves? Yeah, his eyes are more mysterious and deep, you know. Benedict Cumberbatch. I'd say Benedict Cumberbatch, he is an odd-looking handsome. Oh, like, you don't a... know why he's handsome, but he's sort of if, uh, alien-ish, not in a bad way, but it's, it's a different kind of handsome. Oh, definitely He looks a bit yeah. different. I think the yeah, more his curly eyes hair is, bit... the more I want to push him away, but... Um... <laughs> Yeah, I definitely see it. They they very are they are very unique looking actors, I'll say that. Mm. But yeah, no, I've I've loved Keanu Reeves almost as long as I love Dwayne Johnson, so <laughs> I actually did an essay in uni about um the male gaze no, no, I, I started talking gaze. about the female gaze and I did about a thousand words just in Keanu Reeves wearing that white T shirt in speed. Genuinely, I almost failed that essay. Serious? <laughs> yeah, that's like the worst mark of it. Well, I didn't almost fail, but it's the worst mark I've got that whole year. Like, I think I think you got a bit too distracted, uh, too distracted and off topic along here. I'm like, so do I. You think so it's a testament to your passion for it? <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, but the thing is, I was I made loads of examples, and Keanu Reeves was just one of them. Yeah. The other ones, I had a couple of lines about Keanu Reeves. Paragraph after paragraph after paragraph. I think, considering bad points of making an essay, uh, was that your biggest blooper in an essay, would you say? I think, my no, my biggest blooper in an essay, I did something for European cinema. But my argument is, I hadn't slept for three nights leading up to it, and I had it due in the next day. So I was in a bit of a daze when writing it. And then I had my feedback, and she was just like, well, this essay would have been a lot better if you just used this question. <laughs> you didn't even need to change much. You could have just used this question. As it stands, no. <laughs> I, I pretty much failed that one. I got like a D. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can understand that. Um, but I once made a really stupid movement where I, uh, I don't know why I did it. And, it, again, it's what you said, the whole... I was very tired, it was very late, and I was desperate to just get it done. I was, I, did you, you did the Divas course with us. Yeah, Trap, Vamps, Lolitas and Divas, yeah. you know, yeah. 1920s and 30s stars. And I put a Batman quote in the essay. I don't know why I did it, and it was a very weird choice. I put that quote, you know, talking about Divas, how they die early, like, what's her name, Judy, Judy Garland, who played Dorothy. Yeah. She died early, but she became like a martyr figure for, you know, feminine rights and stuff. And I made the quote, <laughs> you either live long enough, uh, you die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Harvey Dent from Dark Knight. <laughs> and I was like, in the fucking, you know, Trans Vamps Lolitas from 1930s. I... I don't know why I put it in, but I was like, 
fuck it, it works. Um, I shit you not. Like, you know, some, a lot of the time when I'm looking for quotations, I just find any random quote and pop it in. Yeah. I, I did that once and then realised, oh, that quote was from one of our lecturers. She's going to know exactly what she was talking about <laughs> at this point in time. And, and you think to yourself, maybe it will humble her that I've used her knowledge to enrich like, my No, she, she's probably going to be angry because of the yeah. way I used it. Ian probably got angry at that stuff. Like, you just don't quote... You, you, you just hear what he says, but you word it yourself so that you understand it. You know, he doesn't like people just writing shit down that's been repeated. Uh, the, the, this yeah. guy I'm talking about is a lecturer from one of our uh, universities, guys. Um, sorry. He's brilliant. He's lovely and amazing. And he plays saxophone. And, and yeah. Brilliant guy. Brilliant Oh, guy. God, we've gone so far off topic. I We're know. talking about our personal life. No one cares about that. To round it off. To round it off, Bendit Cumberbatch is hot, but Keanu Reeves mm. is also hot, and I'm equally happy. Mm. What? And no. if Ian was a superhero, he'd be an undercover Rorschach, but gritty. <gasps> yeah, speaking of Rorschach, Jackie or Haley, Haley followed me on Twitter. Holy and then shit. when I, well, no, yeah, and then when I followed him back, he unfollowed me. <laughs> I got so happy when I saw him that he followed me. He's one of them. No. Exactly. He's a fo- he's a famous person, but he's a follow for follow guy. Oh, like, that's, what like, the fuck? that's like a worst dream come true. It's like he actually it, was Freddy Krueger and and did that to you and made that dream come true. No, but what celebrities do that? Who yeah. follows for follows? It's fuck, random man. people that don't have is any it, followers. Is it an official he account? Fifteen thousand followers anyway. Is it an official account, right? Yeah. Um, he had fifteen thousand followers anyway. He didn't need to do that to me. Do you know how upset I got when I saw he'd unfollowed me? It's definitely him that does it, that, that actually uses the account. I guess so. Mm. I wonder it's if it's not PR. His account. It could be PR. Well, I don't care, right? <laughs> I got really upset <laughs> when I saw this morning that he'd unfollowed me. That's shocking. And it's just like, so you know what, Jackie or Haley, if you're listening, I don't like you anymore. I'm not watching anymore. I, I thought you were the worst part of watch, Watchmen. I was about to say Whackmen. Watchmen. I <laughs> rock shaking his head. You could have words of him, couldn't you, Rock? Yeah, you could tweet him and tell him he was being horrible to me. Hey, Rock, you follow Tommy. That'd be nice. Yeah. On Twitter, yeah, not in real life. He's, he's, he's a green man. You're, you're cool. You're cool. You trade him I can Jackie see that he's a green, Chris. I can see it. <laughs> we trade them in for a rock. It's fine. I love how I've been setting up our website recently and I've put all our Twitter accounts down. From that, I've got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like nothing. Like and I've put down one. too cool for Twitter. <laughs> exactly. I've described it perfectly. <laughs> oh, shit. There's one thing that we do need to discuss. Go on. Before we go off topic again, because we are going to. Mm. Spider-Man. <gasps> of course. We forgot last time. Yeah, the first Spider-Man in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's getting rebooted again for the third time in 13 years, is it? It's been 13 years since the first one, right? Yeah. So the third time in 13 years. I fucking liked Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone. Uh, Andrew Garfield was all right. They got the Spider-Man just right. The Peter Parker was just too hipster for my liking. No, but, like, I I preferred his Peter Parker to Tobey Maguire. Really? Tobey Maguire, he seemed like a wet fish most of the time. I know, but Peter Parker's meant to be all weird and and No, he's supposed to be, like, fun. Uh, yeah, and fun. he's had. Uh, yeah, he's supposed that, to be fun, and he co- a wisecracker, not Toby Maguire. What's wrong with Gwen Fish? Oh God, Dwayne's cracking up. He's almost on the floor. I didn't mind the first uh, Toby Maguire Spider-Man film, but I didn't really care much for the others. 
I, I, I thought it was the second one that people liked the oh, most. Oh, the second one's one of my favourite Marvel films of all time. I think I like it better than, say, uh, The Avengers, actually. I... What's the one I, with I, William Defoe in? That's the that's first one, yeah. William Defoe. He, well, like. he's in all of them, isn't he? Eventually, well, essentially. as a flashback. But essentially, he is in the first one. Yeah, he was one, the villain of the first one. Yeah, William Defoe's great as a crazy guy, but there are some really silly moments. Of but you can forgive it, because it's one of those first films... Um, they have that really annoying patriot, patriotic New York moment in each of them, where it's like, you you got to go through us if you want to get to him. America! But, man, number two was just brilliant. I can't, it, but number three just ruined the whole thing. <sighs> and if Sam Raimi had a number four, it would have been even worse. Again, there were good points in number three. I really think they what, handled the Sandman well. They handled Sandman brilliantly. He was a really yeah, sympathetic character. Yeah, but they character. completely fucked up the origin story. Yeah, they fucked up Venom, who, let's face it, was an add-on. Uh, they fucked up... I, I, You know, the Hobgoblin thing. They fucked it up when the butler came at the last minute. I mean, come in a bit earlier next time. But, um, yeah. The butler yeah, he was always bound. What else? You know, about, what? those marks on his chest, they were done by him, by the way. Walks off. Of course. Poor Peter. You know, it's like, oh, for fuck's sake. That's the biggest cop-out ever. Venom. The, like, the, did you like the second incarnation of Spider-Man with Garfield? I, to be honest, I was bored a lot of the time. Really? Well, I thought it ran a bit too... Well, the, I thought the second film ran a bit too long. I just... But I, I liked I liked the cast more than I liked the cast of the first one. Apart from J.K. Simmons. I love J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons is awesome. But Truthfully, I liked the I, cast better. I think Emma Stone's wonderful. I really enjoy the fact that they've made a female that's actually smart and interesting rather than just this un- undecidable girl who gets her, her job in, basically, what's her name, uh, the first one, Mary Jane? Mary Jane. Uh, yeah, her job was just to get pissed and look annoyed when he came late or something. And that's all she is. She's a aim, a goal for Peter, and there's nothing there. At least Emma Stone did shit, you know? And she's lovable. Yeah, Gwen Stacy, man. I loved her. But then you've got... Like, a very, I, the villains just weren't selling me. The thing about Spider-Man villains is they're not, they're not like Batman villains. They're not meant to be uh, tragic tales of Othello and stuff. They're just up straight thugs. You know, there's nothing heroic about them. That's why I thought Sandman was quite interesting. They actually gave him a really sympathetic character. Batman always has villains with a dark past and brooding atmosphere and redeemable qualities. And Yeah, Spider-Man's never been about that. It's always just quick fun. It's all fun, basically. The villains in the remake with Andrew Garfield, uh, the, the the lizard, uh, I don't fucking want, wants to make lizard people really. That's your. Aim? You know what? I actually like the fact that they use the lizard because they had Kurt Connors in the three films. They never did anything with him. Yeah. They fucked up his backstory. So I'm glad we at least finally got a lizard. Actually, a little note on that: they did do something with him, but it's only in the game. But in Spider-Man Three, the game, the lizard shows up, right? But nowhere else. Not in the films. Bit fucking late, isn't yeah, it? Exactly. Um, I would, that was such a missed opportunity because he no, actually looked cool as well. <laughs> yeah, they had him for three films, but he seemed like a minor, minor, minor character, yeah. and they changed his complete story. Like, so there's no way that if they had made him more forefront or some involved with Peter Parker throughout the film, so he's like another father figure, like he was in the Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. He sort of became an idol of his, and then bam, movie three, it's the lizard. 
I mean, you've but got no, to he up. didn't he, have a prominent role. He was just there. Yeah, he he rubbed shoulders with Doctor Octavius. I mean, you can't. He's got a certain genius to his own. Just with the social, he's, he's part of the villain club, basically. Yeah. Alfred Molina, man. I just, I don't think anyone played a, a better villain. Than yeah, Alfred. that was pretty brilliant. Amazing. I forgot Matt was here, by the way. Hi, Matt. Right. By lizard, do we mean Tony Blair? Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> yes, that's, that's exactly, exactly what it. we're it talking rounds about. Up the whole Nick Clegg thing, right there. Yeah. Okay, so what about the new incarnation of Spider-Man that we are going to have? Truthfully, in the hands of Marvel, I don't care what they do with him. They know how they want Spider-Man, so we'll see. I, I have no expectations. I pretty much my got what I need out of Spider-Man by this point. My problem with it is that this deal was only finalised at the beginning of this year, right? It was only a couple of months ago. Uh-huh. And they'd already planned out the Marvel movies until 2019. Yeah. How is this going to affect the Marvel movies until 2019? Is it just going to make... Yeah, it's just going to fuck it up, isn't it? It's going to fuck up the continuity, um, the scheduling. It has already changed. They've changed dates of films that are supposed to be coming out. Now, let's face it, They're going to have to change the storylines to incorporate Spider-Man into them. This is Marvel we're talking about. They have no trouble incorporating new storylines into other stuff, and they have no trouble doing it well. I mean, these are, this, this company, uh, not just that, it's backed by Disney now, you know? Another fact I found out about Disney, it's got the fourth biggest navy in the world. They have a navy, Disney. Yeah, they have a navy. Um, not, I'm probably, you know, the biggest navy has in boats anyway. But they're not going to have any trouble rewriting history or rewriting what they've got planned to incorporate. They, apparently they had trouble with Age of Ultron, didn't they? Age of Ultron, did they? Oh, yes, they did, didn't they? Well, to be the fair, though, they not planned that out The film wasn't ahead. actually great. It I mean, it had its moments, but it wasn't. Like, even Joss Whedon got pissed off with them. Like, he, he was supposed to be promoting the film. I never actually heard him say anything good about Marvel during that promotion. No. Well, the only thing I heard him say was that he was done after this film. Marvel has a habit. So I'm assuming he didn't have any... Con- well, he had limited control. Like, the first one, I think he had a lot of control over. This mm. one, he didn't. Well, because have, it's setting up the next phases. They have a history of pissing off their, their, uh, their employees. They do, like Kenneth Branagh. Well, that's why Image Comics formed, you know, with uh, Todd McFarlane and all that back in the 90s, because they weren't getting paid for their great art, you know. Mm. It's just Marvel have a history of doing that shit, and they don't care. I mean, they just go ahead and... Uh, as long as it makes money, you know, they treat all their staff like dicks, really. I mean, there you go. I mean, if they've already planned ahead, that's definitely Marvel CEOs talking. Like, this is what we want, this is what's going to get done. Just fill in the blanks, fill in the blanks, fill in the blanks, do the work. Yeah, but you don't piss off Joss Whedon. You don't. No, you don't. You don't piss off Kenneth... Kenneth Branagh, he actually was the perfect director of Thor, the four films. Mm. Because he's such a Shakespearean actor and a Shakespearean presence. Yeah. And Thor does feel like Shakespeare sometimes. It's, uh, you know... Because you've got the bl- brotherly feud and the getting deceived by the father. It just yeah. feels really Shakespearean. It feels quite, like, epically tragic, in a way. I yeah. really like that. It is, it is a tragedy and a comedy. And that's why I and love... This, yeah. this is when I love Marvel, when they start doing something slightly different. But even with the plot and the setting, they even change up the whole style of what they're doing as well. Like, that's what I love. It became something kind of Shakespearean. Yeah. You don't piss off Orlando. That's what I'm going to say. Orlando? Orlando. Oh. Wallander. Wallander. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said Orlando. I was like, Orlando? What? Did an Orlando Bloom? direct one of the films? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bloom. Why would you piss off Legolas? You just shoot with an arrow. Did you not see him slap Bieber? He slapped him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was brilliant. <laughs> That's like the only 
good thing that he's done apart from Lord of the Rings and Miranda Kerr. He walks around with arrows now. You know, he just does that in Hollywood. Look, but do you think if, like, we replaced Hawkeye with Legolas, would it make much of a difference? To me, it would. I love Orlando. And I don't... It, they, I wouldn't even call it Hawkeye. I'd just <laughs> okay, say, I thought you were going to say, I love Hawkeye. <laughs> no. I, it would, and you wouldn't even call him Hawkeye. you just say, this team is made up of Hulk, Iron Man, Captain America, Orlando, and Black Widow. All right? He doesn't even... It's, just, it's fucking Orlando Bloom. I love him, man. <laughs> Why? I don't understand it. <laughs> I really don't. I love him. He's I'm awesome. a woman. I'm supposed to understand it, but I don't. I, like, there's a scene in... I, one thing I really like about the first Avengers, there's a scene where they pick up Hawkeye and they fight with him. They're like... I think Iron Man says, come on, Legolas. And I was like, oh, yes! Oh, yeah, that was oh, brilliant. But I don't give him that much credit, because Legolas is awesome. I, I don't know. He, he ruined Pirates of Caribbean for me. I think everyone <laughs> ruined Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> I think once you took Legolas out of the Elfies, yeah, he kind of... You see, he's just a pretty face and stuff, but... Yeah, he can't really act, can he? No, he can't. He, or he does the Jason Statham thing, where he can only act one type of character, you know? As in he plays himself? Yeah, exactly. Oh, we, we've got to do this, and oh, Christ, you know. Oh, you've got a beautiful face, though, so take some money. Yeah, big disappointment with the Pirates films. But then again, he was acting right next to Depp, who eats scenery like it's chocolate, so... Yeah, but he's, Johnny Depp's become a major caricature of ev- every character he's played. Yeah. I'm looking forward to Black Mass, actually. Not because of Cumberbatch, because of Johnny Depp, because he uglies up and he actually plays a real pa- a person. What show is that? Rather than playing Black Mass. Black Mass. It's about um, a gangster called Whitey Bulger. He's playing another gangster, Detroit, is he? In or something, or something like that. What? No, he wasn't just capable with Dillinger. He's going for the next one. Yeah, so he uglies up as in, like, he's bald and fat and, yeah, and he plays a real character. Who, Depp? So, um, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I'm actually quite looking forward to that. Wait, Fatty Bulger? Wasn't that a an old actor? Whitey from... Bulger. Oh, okay, sorry, yeah. Were you nice. thinking so of Fatty Arbuckle or something? Fatty Arbuckle, yeah, that's that... the one that got in yeah, trouble. Yeah, because he got blacklisted because people thought he his, killed uh... that girl, but he didn't. Well, no, no it, was, it, wasn't it was more like a... attempted rape, they thought it was, but it wasn't. No, really? but then it turns out it wasn't. Yeah. Thought, no, but then she raped and she died as well. He was about to make his comeback. And then he died. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was a, nice. a Michael Barrymore situation where he had a party and someone died at the party. No, it, they were both at a party, but a girl died from, like, a ruptured spleen and then someone accused him of trying to rape her and Jeez. rupturing her spleen because he's so big. He was, he was quite fat. And they blamed it on him and it was proven... He was proven innocent, but his whole career just went down the toilet. Yeah, you ain't going to recover from that no matter what the verdict says. Okay, so we've covered. What, have we, what is there ooh, left to ooh, cover? There's one more thing I want to bring up. Um, I did hear yeah. that, um, about this film that Jeremy Renner called Black Widow mm-hmm. a slut. <gasps> oh yeah, during during opinions. promo, like how fucking stupid is he? Wait, wait, wait! Tell me this. Jeremy Miranda actually said something because people were asking about a Black Widow solo film because she's the only female Avenger, uh-huh. and then he was just like, "No, she's a slut," or something, something along those lines. Wait, the character? The character, yeah, Black Widow, which uh, makes no sense because we've not seen her sleep around, have we? No, we haven't. I mean, she's just, she's been a friend. Just because she ended up going with Hulk and not Jeremy. Maybe. But Jeremy Renner, he actually says a lot of things that piss me off nowadays. Yeah. Like, I think during the Golden Globes this year, didn't he reference... He, he was presenting an award with Jennifer, uh, Jennifer Lopez. And Jennifer Lopez, of course, she's wearing a low-cut dress because she's Jennifer Lopez. Uh-huh. And then he said something about a Golden Globes. 
And I was like, that's kind of oh, sexist. Not even sexist, just face palm moment. Just, oh, Yeah, man, so really. he's been saying a lot of stuff. So I wouldn't... You know what? You see how Quicksilver died mm. in Age of Ultron? Yeah. I would have preferred, because they, gave, they, they gave, gave him the a, yeah, a backstory. <laughs> it would have been more, you know, appropriate to kill off Burton, yeah. because you've, you've gotten to know him a bit, whereas Quicksilver, there's still a lot, lot more we can get from him. Exactly. I mean, he, he, has, he has a superpower. He was quite witty. I actually quite enjoyed the character. And he's, Burton, yeah. he's got a family. He doesn't really have any powers. All he can do is shoot arrows. You should have killed Burton. <laughs> I can't believe he's had he died. Arc. Quicksilver had... died saving Burton. Yeah, his arc's basically complete. He's had a nice family. He's got a nice kid. and He's, a... he's pretty much experienced life now. You know, and and you kill Quicksilver, the young dude who still has lots to live for, the great He was Quicksilver. fun. Yeah, I, and he was even more fun in Days of Future Past. I mean, I know they're different companies, but Quicksilver as a character, there's so much you could have done with that, you know. And I would have loved... Uh, oh. No, but it would have been good to have him and Wanda, well, Scarlet Witch, together mm. as a brother-sister unit. Yeah. Because the only other sibling unit we see is Thor and Loki, and that's very adversarial. So you've got the two opposites, and whereas like Wanda and Pietro, I always do the accent because I'm <laughs> racist. Um, they have a lovely sibling relationship. They're always protecting each other. Yeah. So it would be nice to see both of them going in the Marvel universe. Who, who, who plays I... Quicksilver? Uh, Aaron Taylor Wood. No, I don't know who that is. Um, and what's the? No, Aaron who... Taylor Johnson. That's it. Aaron Taylor. Who Johnson. plays um, Scarlet Witch? Elizabeth Olsen. I've heard of As her. As in the Olsen twin sister. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is that your input about these films, Matt? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was waiting for more. <laughs> uh, he plays okay. um, Petrov, or whatever he's called. Aaron Taylor Johnson. I thought... He's Quicksilver. They're the same people. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, Dwayne is just cracking up right now. Oh, Dwayne. Yeah, I know, Dwayne. Yeah, he's lit blonde, isn't he? I'm a bit slow, to be honest. <laughs> We should really do a podcast on the French New Wave, and me and me and Chris will be silent as Annie and Matt talk. We'll call it the Revenge of Annie and Matt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. I like the sound of that. Yeah. Right. It's not too so, because um, well, we got Dwayne here, I know he's, I know you've got a sore throat, but maybe we should do some sort of quick Q and A with you, even though you are not in the Marvel universe at all. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> Matt, you got any questions for Dwayne? I, Dwayne, just ease up. He's really sorry about what he said. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Oh, he knows you're joking now, now though, Matt. He's smiling. Right, so, um, yeah, I'm yeah, just so playing Let's do a quick Q&A. <laughs> just playing. What questions do you have for J- Dwayne? Where did he get his oil from? <laughs> oh, he's giving you that look now, Matt. <laughs> How does he feel about the Fast and Furious film? I, I still haven't watched the last one. Sorry, Dwayne. You can take me out later and we can watch it. Yeah? What are you doing, Chris? I'm just watching you two. I'm seeing something bloom. Oh, OK. Because it sounded <laughs> like you were doing something. No, he, he can't quite communicate, but he's got this uh, <clears throat> grunting system going. So these questions, you know, they might be answered. You never know. But you know what I mean. Right, Rob? <clears throat> Uh, yeah, he, yeah. I don't think he's going to be able to talk this episode, guys. Okay, The Rock, just point in the kitchen. What were you cooking all those times in that ring? What were you cooking? <laughs> Asparagus. 
Oh, the rock cooks asparagus. I think that was more of a sizzle. That makes your pea stink, though, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it does. OK. Are you called the rock because it matches your acting talent? Bring it on. Bring Go it run, on. run, Matt. Just run. Run. For legal issues, though, Matt, you're going to be fine while we're still recording. So <laughs> <laughs> you, you say everything you need to right now, and then as soon as we finish, run. Yeah. He's wearing shorts, too, so he's not going to be slowed down. Well, I'm wearing shorts. Oh, he is. He is. All oh, right. Yeah, I'm not scared okay, of the Dwayne, rock. Yeah. <laughs> Dwayne, seriously, though. The wimp. Dwayne. Seriously, I, I know Matt was being mean, but seriously, why the tooth fairy? <sighs> why did you have to wear that bloody tutu? Uh, oh. I'm sorry, okay, because I know we've got a little bit of thing brewing between us, but I have to get it out on the table before it proceeds any further. I did not like the tooth fairy. I didn't watch the tooth fairy because I did not like the poster or the trailer. Did the rock play the tooth fairy then? <laughs> I don't know because I didn't bloody watch it. Uh, he seems quite embarrassed about that. But yeah. Then again, as long as you, as long as you know, because I, I'd have trouble keeping that from you during our relationship. He's writing something down. Hang on a second. <laughs> cool. All right. Uh, here you go. Well, you see, chaps, sometimes you got to do something to make a bit of money. If you want to further your career, sometimes you've got to pay the bills. And even though I was one of the highest grossing, uh, I, I, in the Scorpion King, I had one of the, broke the record for the highest grossing entry role into Hollywood uh, of 5.5 billion, not boasting. Every now and then you still have to pay the bills and you have to keep your money going up. And Tooth Fairy, it's my pacifier. If basically Vin Diesel's version of uh, a Tooth Fairy is the pacifier. And I had to do my own. And Look where it got us, you know. If you appeal to the generations when they're young, they'll remember you when you get when you're out there, you know. And he's written all this just now. There you go. That's your answer. Yeah, but as the tooth fairy, aren't you giving away money rather than actually getting it? Ah, good point. Yeah, right. Dwayne, think it through. You haven't got very good business acumen, Dwayne. He's how am I supposed to spend all your money if you don't have it? You'd fail on The Apprentice, I'm telling you. I'm going to cook you, is all he's written. <laughs> and he's, just, he's doing a Hannibal. He broke the pen, Matt. You know what, Matt? Him cooking you, that's his bargain, you mewling quim. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting for half this podcast to use it, and I haven't found anything appropriate, so that's... Good enough. I thought about bringing it up, and I thought, it's just nice to include there. No, because I've been waiting for a perfect opportunity, and I couldn't find one, and this is close enough, to be honest. I can't, because we're getting on a bit. We're going to have to wrap this up, so we have to throw it in at some point. So, on a, on a parting note, if Marvel was to do any more characters, or one-note characters, who would you guys like to see? One-note characters? And any, any, uh, any, any, in fact... Any comic book character that you'd love to see come to life on on the film. It could be from any the company. The Enchantress. The Enchantress? Mm. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll go for her. Because cool. she's like a super villain, but then she's not, and then, yeah. How about you, she, And it'll be a strong female as well, so. Oh, I can see that. That'd be quite mm. cool. So, Matt, which which comic book Ooh. character do you want to come to life? I don't know. Um, 
What about cat- Caterpillar Man or something like that? Is that the one that you're writing personally? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little oh, caterpillar. I'd like to see this, actually. Awesome. We should, have awesome. Had, we should have a better place to put the This Is My Bargain, You Mule and Quim. <laughs> uh, seriously, man, we should have thought it through and just scripted it. Uh, I'm quite disappointed about the place that we actually did it. For fuck's sake, man. Yeah, well, next time we'll include it somehow. Because this can't be the last Marvel podcast. Or, in that note, we've still got to have the revenge of Annie and Matt, so... You know, oh, yeah, we've got the Revenge of Annie and Matt coming up. Yeah. They can talk about artsy-fartsy shits. Yeah, and, and it's going to go me and, me and, It'll be like yeah. a battle of wits. <laughs> me, and, me and you are just going to be the most silent people ever. But we'll compare every single French film to uh, Thor or some sort of Marvel trope. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, really annoying. All right, so so keep a, keep an eye, ear out, not eye out, ear out for the Revenge of Annie and Matt. Yeah. Which will cater to everyone, trust me. By the way, by the way, I'm Tarnim, he's Chris, and he's Matt, and that's Dwayne. We did not introduce ourselves. <laughs> Why do we always forget to introduce ourselves? <laughs> well, then you have an introductory thing anyway, don't you? Yeah, but we don't actually, we didn't actually say who we were. I don't think they really care, to be honest, Tom. Yeah, they probably don't give a shit about us. We're so So we're going to have to cut all that bit about our personal life out. (laughs) So, so, okay, so So, so uh, listeners, listeners, sorry that we're so fascinated by each other and by Dwayne Johnson. And ourselves. And ourselves. But we have to go because Mm. we don't have lives to get to. We are just going to sit around doing nothing. I've got to catch a train back to Leicester. Come on. Yeah, you've got to go back to Leicester, sorry. And um, so, bye from me. Ta-ta bye. from me. And bye from me. Up and at em. There's such long gaps in between our bites. I think I actually... Uh, we stop him recording. I always make a yeah. bad comment of talking when someone else is just about to talk because we've both been polite and then we both decide to talk at the same second. <laughs> yeah, I love British people. They're either too polite or fucking arseholes. Have you guys stopped recording? No, I'm about to now. No, I'm stopping now. I won't touch Barton, not until I make him kill you. Slowly, intimately, in every way he knows you fear. And then he'll wake just long enough to see his good work. And when he screams, I'll split his skull. This is my bargain, you mewling quim.